Radio shouting. Social media, they make a game out of attention. You know what I mean? So how many likes, whatever. And all of these is things that we program as human beings to, uh, we very susceptible to that. You know what I mean? And so they made a video game of it um, called Yo Page. You know what I mean? And you don't realize you playing video games all day, but it's like, oh, let me see what else, you know, going to come up. You know, what's going to pop up? All of that is giving them a little, it's a little endorphin, you know, a little, little squirt, like, you know, like a lab rat. And we get addicted to this. I cut up the station, it's about that time for Fila. Most likely he'll smile front if he was stamp by Beehive. It's one in one station only, they got the streets on fire. So please do not touch the dial, cut with Fila, go live. Yeah, yeah, you know we live from 285, man. And of course, you know it's your boy, Beehive. Radio shouted, stepping in the building. I got a legend in this thing. Stick, man, of the legendary group. Dead prayers in the building. What's good with it, boss? Salute, man. What up? All I mean, is love. Feeling good. Feeling great, man. Appreciate you coming through to kick a little flavor with me tonight in here, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, man. No problem. It's a blessing. Let's get straight to it, though, man. Classic music. Thought-provoking music. Known for that, man. I mean, what was it like jumping off the porch with that hip-hop? You and them one getting biz out here, man. Yeah, man. Good times, man. You know, yeah. we have actually, we, I, I, you know, I grew up in Tallahassee, Florida. Yeah. And then we moved to, to Brooklyn to make it happen, you know, with the music. Mm-hmm. And so uh, by the time we had, did our record and, you know, linked up with Lord Jamal, yeah. Loud Records, and uh, that was the last record we, we did before we, you know, finished the album. Yeah. So it just it just came, it just came like that, you know what I mean? I mean, how was it hooking up with Lord Jamal early in the game? Oh, man, it was right on time, man, because we was homeless. We had we had them ran out the little money we stacked up to go to New York. Yeah. And it was like give up on, the, you know, our, our mission. Yeah. Or, 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 you know, and so we had to stick it out. And then one day we ran into Jay. Yeah. Him, and, him and Jay Ruta Damager was in, in Brooklyn blowing a spliff. And, and, and we was like, yo, brand new, we ain't going to relate. You know That's what right. I mean? And sure enough, man, he was like, "Come to the to the studio," and we start working on music and mm-hmm. connected the dots. So mm-hmm. that was a that was divine, you know. When it comes to making thought provoking music, I mean, y'all get busy with that. What was it that made y'all change ch- choose that lane to go down? Because a lot of folks they'll go pop, they might go street, they might go gangster. Yeah. But as far as having something that's thought provoking, mm-hmm. you know, that's a little edgy, really, in hip hop sometimes, yeah. especially at that time, also. Yeah, it just we just follow what we had to say, man. That's uh-huh. just the experiences we've been through. It touched on a lot of different things. Like we, you know, we've been through just loving hip hop and, mm-hmm. and the parties. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We done seen the streets. We done been involved in losing people in the families. Mm-hmm. Crack epidemic hit the block. Yeah. But we also got hip to the Black Panther Party, mm-hmm. and we started looking at you know back. In the '90s and whatnot, police was shooting us just like they doing now, mm-hmm. and so all them things, you know, teenagers just coming in the knowledge itself. Mm-hmm. That's that's that was our unique voice, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So we ain't we ain't really know what genre, or what to put it in, you know what yeah. I mean? We just wanted to come with some real, and we felt like that was the only record we was gonna make, ever get to make. <laughs> so we wanted to be a thousand percent real, you know? That's cool. I mean, first album, let's get free. Yeah. What was it like getting together, putting that thing out? Oh uh, man, it was uh, like I said, it was a lot of years. Mm-hmm. That that one, you know, the first album that you make, yeah, it, it be your whole life. life story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, we, you know, our goals w- with that was to create our own sound. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To to to, to the soundscape. Mm-hmm. You know, way we come from, our tempo, our pace. That's right. At that time, you know, a lot of stuff was the club, the shiny mm-hmm. suit, or whatever, and we enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. But we just our space was something a slightly different. That's you know right. what I mean? So we wanted to have an album that we felt like was well rounded, mm-hmm. as far as our lifestyle. And, you know, so there, there's stuff about, you know, education and, you know, uh, training and mm-hmm. diet mm-hmm. and, you know, psychology yeah. and, you know yeah. what I mean, the dope game and just everything that was, you know, the holistic picture. A lot of times people tell you about the dope game, but they don't tell you the whole picture. Exactly. Or they tell you about the party, but they don't tell you the whole when you go wake up tomorrow. You know what I mean? And now, now it's back to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? So exactly. we just wanted to be holistic, you know. Songs like Propaganda, man, still relevant to this day, though. Mm-hmm. And see, that's one thing about it. When you get in there, you make that honest music. A lot of time, it's also timeless music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it that made y'all say, you know what? This. Well, how do you feel with some of that music still being relevant today mm-hmm. when you spoke about it back then and it's still going on today? Yeah, man. I don't take no credit for that because, mm-hmm. you know, it was timeless as we was learning it and mm-hmm. speaking. You know, our condition as people been what it what it's been for the longest, man. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's just if more of us spoke about the real, mm-hmm. it it seem like everybody's prophetic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But but we some you know we cause life's so real. A lot of times we use our art mm-hmm. to escape. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. We don't want to hear about the bills and all that. We're, you know when we out, we trying to get away from exactly. That. So we create fantasy music. You know to to help us kind of cope. That's right. You know what I mean? And and that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes, you know, you got the Curtis Mayfield, I think. And some, exactly, because like I tell folks all the time, when it comes to conscious music, that is the music that gets you through a bad day. When you get in your car, you don't feel like shining because you might not have been shining that day. You see what I'm saying? You might have been struggling that day, and you want to get in the car and have somebody relate to that struggle with Already. you. Now, I mean, revolutionary but gangster at the same time, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, tell me about that angle and that album. Yeah, well, you know, okay, so we did Let's Get Free, and then, you know, we, we, we like I said, we thought that was it, kamikaze. Yeah. And, uh, but then it was like, you know, we had opportunity, we had a lot of success, a lot of touring, mm-hmm. and um, we started looking at how the label basically was uh, gearing us towards the skateboard, the European market, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and not, there was like this, y'all too heavy for the hood. And they, so they, when we, when it came time to use the marketing dollars, they would be like, nah, you can't go to, you know, D.C. and, and certain places. You know, they wanted us to go to middle America and yeah. London and whatever. And so we was like, we had to take control of our brand. Yeah. And, and let you know where we came from. Exactly. So Revolutionary But Gangster was like the prequel to Let's Get Free. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like, what was we doing before we got politicized? Mm-hmm. You know, and how did, you know, what was the, the the situation, circumstances that made us go towards wanting freedom? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we had to show, like, that came out of our reality in the street. Exactly. That came out of the, the our response to the dope gang. Yeah. You know what I mean? That came out of, you know, families and, and substance abuse and all the shit that we was just basically dealing with. You know That's what I mean? Right. Revolutionary But Gangster was basically uh, a way for us to connect with people who live in that, in that, uh, them two worlds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm dealing with everyday reality, but I want 
change. That's right. You know what I mean? So that RBG, Red, Black, Green, Revolutionary Book Gangster, Real Black Girls, you know, it just made sense. How did you feel when you looked up and the label was trying to force y'all to go middle America with the music and you thinking, no, I'm making this as medicine for these people to receive? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know, you gotta you gotta own you gotta be responsible to own your own stuff. Yeah. And when you when you uh using other systems and networks, you know what I mean, you're gonna have to learn how to play chess mm-hmm. or it's just gonna be friction. Mm-hmm. So being we was just young and, you know, trying to get off the street. You know what I mean? We had to. We made that compromise as an opportunity, mm-hmm. but then we, when we was in there, we had to fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we had to, you know. So we would see what they were doing, and and we would choose certain marketing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Certain things. That's why we came up with the um, the bandana, mm-hmm. with that was red, black, and green, cause mm-hmm. it speak for itself. Exactly. You know what I mean? If you from where we from, that say everything you need to say. That's right. You know, you can't. You can send us to. You know. Ivory Co- Ivory League, whatever, but yeah. that 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 flag gonna speak for itself. Mm-hmm. So we just learned. It taught us how to use the system, pimp the system. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and then, but also invest in our own equipment, our own studios, our own label, mm-hmm. our own publishing. Yeah. you know, and, and we just we navigated that. You know, I mean, another banger though. That hell yeah, I mean, break that one down to me though, stick. Yeah, man, hell yeah, was uh that was a blessing. You know, we was again telling our story. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So people know where the the politic come from. And hell yeah, was just about everyday, you know, hustles and trying to make a living like yeah. below working class. You know what I mean? Can't even work. Can't even get no job. What yep. you call it? Below working class? Yep. I don't know. Yeah, the, the poverty broke, line. The poverty line. Yep. Whatever. That, these was our realities, and in those little, we we wanted to make little vignettes, right? yeah, of of different days, different scenarios, and mm-hmm. things you do to try to stay, you know, keep eating, keep mm-hmm. a little bit of money in your pocket. So, um, we we did we did that record. It was fun. We had like it's probably like six verses that ain't even make it because we had two. We was like we telling too much, man. They go <laughs> they go get a file, you know. But uh, and then the the blessing came too because uh. A friend of ours, Dream Hampton, she's a writer. Uh, she w- she had our, uh, some of our, our demos, our pre pre versions of that song. Yeah, and she she worked with Jay Z, so she was playing it one day. And he was like, "Yo, who is that? What is that?" And then he was like, "Yo, you think they want me to get on that?" And then she was like, Man, "She's like, she was like, I don't know, <laughs> you know what I mean?" But of course, you know, we got big respect for him. Yeah. And uh, so he he asked to get on it, and you know did the remix, and mm-hmm. you know it was it was it was love too. He didn't charge nothing. Yeah. Did it on the love, and that helped us get out of uh, our contract and pimp the system. So oh, that's cold. That's cold stuff. right there. Yeah. How important do you feel like it's important? Well, how important is it? Do you feel like it's for us to have knowledge of ourselves? Because a lot of times, you know, people they know what they see on TV, mm-hmm. and they really don't know the history. They don't know where they come from. They don't know where the power really comes from behind mm-hmm. being a African American in America. Mm-hmm. How important is that for people to be aware of that? I mean, it, our ancestors carved it in stone four thousand years ago. It said, yeah. "Man, know thyself." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know that's the that's the point. Mm-hmm. You know that's what we here here to do. But when we, I think we say that so much, knowledge itself that. People, it's like it don't mean nothing, mm-hmm. or, or people, it's like what do that really mean? So mm-hmm. when you break down knowledge itself, you're talking about self awareness, mm-hmm. 
self-acceptance, mm-hmm. self-development, you know what I mean, and self-realization, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So you, it's a, it's a process, you know, of study. It's a process of experimenting, mm-hmm. making mistakes, a process of accepting all of that mm-hmm. and being, like, committed to growing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, self-knowledge of self is, is that's that's what life is all about. If we ain't knowing self, then, you know. <laughs> we just Hello, out here. We just out here, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to ask your thoughts, though, man. Police killings. You know, it's kind of gotten a little rampant this year. Mm. How do you feel about what's been going on and how the propaganda and how the media's been portraying it as of yet? Yeah, man. Um is is a long time has been a crisis in our community of uh our lives not being valued mm-hmm. you know what i mean like um it's and the police is just the front line of the status quo mm-hmm. staying in place you know what i mean and uh too many families too many moms too many people have lost their children mm-hmm. you know what i mean unarmed and just it's beyond even an epidemic, you know what I mean? It's a war, you know what I mean? It's a it's an outright war, and it's the lack of um, organization in our own community mm-hmm. that allows that to keep happening, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's one thing to say, you know, we know it's terrorism coming from the police force on our people, mm-hmm. but it, it continues to happen mm-hmm. um, because, you know, of the disunity and the disorganization so i think um for me for a long time you know we you know we've been trying to do proactive things you know to, to help bring about organization and unity mm-hmm. and uh, self-defense that's right and value you know in the community um and i think now more and more people because it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. to the next level more people are motivated, you know, and, and looking for solutions, um, and it's a complex issue. So, um, but the first thing is we gotta care. That's right. You know what I mean? We gotta we gotta actually care, and then I think we can figure out, you know, ways mm-hmm. to uh, shield ourselves. You know, you know. So we working on it. On the 20th anniversary of the Million Man March, I mean, how did you feel about the 10, 10, 15, man? Mm. Well, you know, I've been kind of like uh learning from brothers and sisters who like are knee deep in it yeah you know what i mean I, I i didn't stay too uh right up on it you know what i mean to say i'm 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 in support yeah of the you know the uh, justice or else mm-hmm. i think that we have to be the or else mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i think um because we know ain't no justice so, you know whatever the or else is is what we gonna do yeah and i think um is it's not about just reacting mm-hmm. to tragedies, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it's putting movements in place that prevent things like that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, it, case in point, a lot of the work I do is uh, is around holistic health and, mm-hmm. and uh, well-being, right? And I, I feel like that's the front lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we talk about the police murders, right? You yeah. know, and for however many um, of us have lost our lives from police, Thousands and thousands more, we lose our lives from diabetes mm. and hamburgers mm-hmm. and cigarettes yeah. and lifestyle choices. Right now, I I don't I'm not I don't want to belittle 
you know, anything that we're doing to get the police off us because that's absolutely necessary and that's all right. But what I want to say, if we saying black lives matter, mm-hmm. right, then the lives matter. Yeah. It don't matter if it's the police or the, or the McDonald's mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean, or the, the cool cigarette. Yeah. You know what I mean? If black lives matter, then let's, that, or else, let's start acting like our lives matter yeah. and be the kings and the Gs that we was born to be and the queens that we was born to be. I can definitely dig it. I mean, the workout album, though. Tell me about it. I mean, back on my regimen, blood pumping, man. Mm, Tell me about, about that, that right there. <laughs> yeah, man. Now, the workout album for me was a, is definitely a, a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I've been through a whole lot in 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 with Dead Prez and mm-hmm. traveling and learning and just trying to grow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And having the opportunity to to focus on my growth, mm-hmm. being an artist. You know what I mean? Everybody don't have that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um. I I learned that some of the, the the things that I was feeling, some of the things that I was saying, and the way I was going about it as a teenager mm-hmm. was teenage shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. And as as I grow, you know, I've been in the game about twenty years almost. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Became a father, yeah. business owner. You know what I mean. Just looking at the evidence of certain theories. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. It was it was time for me to shift focus you know what i mean i feel like we hold a lot of frustration a lot of stress a lot of anger and that poison the person that's carrying that around mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i believe that we have to have a healthy way to fight you know what i mean a way that don't poison us while we pushing and fighting for justice and you know changing our lives for mm-hmm. the better and so for me i found out holistic health is a, is a great way to to balance that energy yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so that the workout came out of just my everyday lifestyle, mm-hmm. how I learned how to manage stress through training. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I became a, a certified long-distance running coach. Mm-hmm. And just, you know what I mean, just that balance, you know, where I know I could do some qigong, I yes. can meditate, you know what I mean? I can eat certain things and I won't have this issue. I put down the liquor, mm-hmm. put down the, even the weed, you know what I mean? I ain't got nothing against weed mm-hmm. per se. But for me, I just knew I had to uh, have self-control. Exactly. A, a, enough to grow and, you know, like that. So the workout, I call it fit hop music. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the combination of, of, of training music and, and our hip-hop culture, uh, holistic wellness, and I'm and, uh, working on uh, workout two now as well. So it's been good, man. Debuted number one on Apple iTunes on the fitness charts. That's cold. And, um, yeah, I've been traveling and performing. And I mean, what is it like performing the workout album, though? Turned up, man. You lose I'll a few calories. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. Speaking of performing, I mean, I know y'all toured the world, man. Mm-hmm. What was it like going around singing y'all's song and spreading that message? <laughs> man, we've we we, we been blessed, you know what I mean, to, mm-hmm. to just get to, the, to people in places that we never thought, you know, like I, we we had a number one song. Food, clothes, and shelter was the number one song in a in a place called Croatia. Mm. You know, out of all the places on the planet, you know, I done got you know tattoos by the Maori people in New Zealand. That's crazy. That, that bump our stuff and pop. You know what I mean? And they out in the in the you know the the forest. Yeah. You know, um, uh, you know, just Cuba. We you know we did the first hip hop concert in Cuba. We did the first hip hop concert in South Africa. And you know we we ain't like we we old old school. Yeah. So to to be the first to go to these places yeah. is just saying where 
hip hop has been. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it need to go. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, we we did. I'm an African in um, Johannesburg, bruh. Woo, man, look. Woo, that was just bananas. We had to perform it like the whole. It was like ten thousand people. We performed it back to back. We just kept performing. <laughs> I'm an African. I'm an African. It was hard, man. Already know. Just blessings, man. And I know you were saying off camera. I mean, you said you toured so long with the Roots. You weren't sure if y'all were part of the group or not. <laughs> right on, man. I mean, what was that like? That was a lot of love, man. They uh from the beginning was Roots and Most and Common and Kwali. They just kind of embraced us, man. We would be around in Brooklyn and they we would go to their sets and they'd be like, "Come on." you know, jump on, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we was able to make a good connection with them and travel and tour. And we end up closing a lot of the Roots tours with them doing hip hop live. Yeah. And then, you know, we would, we would do it. So, you know, that was, that was, it was a blessing, man. Good guys, you know. It's crazy. I mean, how do y'all feel like y'all influenced the hip hop game in general, man? And what, I mean, you can see Drake quoting y'all in songs and stuff <laughs> like that. I mean, but how do y'all feel like y'all influence was for hip hop? I don't know, man. I think we, I think we still, we still working on it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think um, we, we've been influenced by hip hop. Yeah. And uh, the legends of everybody from Outkast, Goody Mob, mm-hmm. to Nas, and you know Snoop and N.W.A. and mm-hmm. just everybody. You know what I mean? We, we, there ain't no dead press without all of the creative work and ideas. And yeah. Everything that people been putting down. So, um, you know, we just, you know remixed it a little bit mm-hmm. had our little time on the table so yeah. you know that's all we just adding on speaking of the goody i know a lot of times i talked to some of the goody mob members and they said that they caught a lot of hell trying to put out that message that they was trying to bring at that time mm. and they even got banned in certain cases did y'all experience mm. anything like that actually not really man because we came out so hard it wasn't even no other it wasn't like we was kind of kind of nothing yeah you know what i mean we, yeah it was 100 from the first time you put it in, the wolves, is, mm-hmm. crackers is selling dope. And yeah. We getting locked up for it. I mean, we it wasn't, you know what I mean. So it wasn't no way to go, but mm-hmm. up, you know what I mean. So I think either Dead Prez was like, you know, it's like garlic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it might, you know, it might don't uh, leave a good taste on you, but it's good for you. Yeah. So we, you know, the people that want to want to be healthy, you know, they they'll choose some garlic. Exactly. <laughs> Artists like Killer Mike. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. You see them picking up the torch. I mean, how you feel when you see them getting busy out here? Man, come on, man. Like, Killer Mike, that's my big homie, man. Yeah. He, we've been on tour, and I, my, me and my son go to his barbershop. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the homie. He, um, but, you know, I don't, when I, I, again, I don't feel like it's our torch. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We just part of the community. Mm-hmm. Our two cents. Killer Mike is a brilliant leader, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And and Kendrick Lamar, same way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they brilliant in their own right, mm-hmm. and they doing it in a way that I, only they can do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, kill them, that um, run the jewels, kill them. Yeah, yeah. body. <laughs> it's like, cold. You know, uh, uh, that, that uh, what is it? Do, do dope, don't, do, don't do dope. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't say it on the I radio, know. but y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, just the power in that. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I love it. I, I love the brothers that's bringing it, man. Mm-hmm. They, they, it's entertaining. It's it's uh, uh, relevant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's up. It's upgrading the culture. It's keeping the culture going. Like yeah. Kendrick Lamar, like how he put the jazz and the poetry and yeah. all of that. You know what I mean? That's elevating the music. And it ain't soft. It ain't no buster music too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
how do you feel about the culture as it is right now versus when y'all were getting busy back then, just jumping off the porch with it? Yeah, man. Um, man, I, I don't never got no hate for the, the culture because people had to have a chance to express. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I could easily be, you know, you get a little older and you get, you start talking bad and down on the young boys <laughs> or whatever. But, I, you know, off the mic, you mm -hmm. know what I mean, man to man, there's conversations I would have, mm -hmm. you know, to try to encourage some, some real G shit, you know. Yeah. But as far as, you know, brothers out here, they getting it, you know what I mean? They, it's, it's a certain time for certain things to shine, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I do think there's a lack of um, manhood in the music. You know what I mean? I think it's a lot. Where do you feel of, like that stems from, though? It's lack of manhood in the house. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, you know, lack of understanding what manhood is really about. That's right. So that we 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 attribute it to, you know, the, the external pursuit mm -hmm. of happiness through things. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, uh, the quality of manhood is, is not about the external like that. It's about handling your business, mm -hmm. being able to have certain things that you want. That's you right. know what I mean. But it, it that don't that don't um, define your manhood. Mm -hmm. You know that's just a part of being a man is you know being able to get take care of business. Exactly. You know what I mean. But I think today we hide in it. Mm -hmm. We we feel like if I got money, mm -hmm. then no no other parts of my character don't matter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. Why? Because people gonna do what I say because I got the money. I got the spotlight. That's right, and, and that just make the culture weak over time in general. So, I, I, if I could say anything constructive, is that um, you know there need definitely need to be men on the mic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't care how old you is, you know if you if you know bring your wisdom. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean to the to the mic. You know, in our African cultures and in, in the tradition, you couldn't even speak for the community till you got a certain age. That's right. So you put in certain work. Mm -hmm. Now you anybody could say whatever they want to say and, and be repping the culture. That's right. So I feel, you know, I feel like for the young brothers, man, you the cookie cuts sound like everybody else going to play out. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, figure out what's unique about your experience and, and how it can be valuable to the community and you'll have a longer career. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? In a quick that quick money. Yeah. Like, you know what that quick money gets you. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, let's think long term. Mm -hmm. Timeless. Back to the music, though. The producers. Because the tracks that y'all picked for a lot of them songs were going crazy. <laughs> How did y'all go about doing that, picking the production and the creative process behind it? Yeah, well, uh, most of the, you know, most of the people that we work with, you know, been the homies from... Like Tahir uh, is, you know, he been my boy. I know him longer than M1. Yeah. You know, and he, he just, he's nice with it. He he first taught me how to use the ASR-10. And yeah. So he always would just have tracks, and, and he had a certain sound that you can't get from nowhere else. Mm -hmm. He did I'm an African. He did Be Healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, he did Day Schools. You know, he just real versatile, you know. So um, we just, just people, we didn't look for, like, uh, big names or whatever because it'd be eating up the budget. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We we just work with people that we know. That's, that's right. dope. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, now was that I think that's how we maintain a distinct sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not chasing after what somebody else is doing, but mm -hmm. bringing our little flavor. That's right. 2012, y'all hit us with that information age. Yeah. Tell me about that one. 
And then how do you feel about the information age? Because, I mean, this digital world is moving real fast right about now. Yeah, man. So information age was an idea that we had some years before we dropped it. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, we wanted to uh, talk about the, the, the whole Internet mm-hmm. uh, time frame we in, the mass information, misinformation, whatever. Yeah you know, the social media addictions. And, you know, we, we had a vision of, and we said we want the sound to sound like future mm-hmm. to us, you know, at that time. Sound, you know, um, just as a creative experiment, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, um, yeah, so we so it was like a concept mm-hmm. album, you know what I mean, where we wanted to have a sound that fit uh, the times. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, man, you know, I think that it's a, we had a great space in that, you know, you can touch a button and talk to the globe. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can uh, access all kind of advantages. Mm-hmm. You can you can find the cheapest price. You can, you know what I mean? You have a lot more uh, uh, power. Exactly. Through that medium. But at the same time, the psychology behind so, the social media addiction is, is powerful. Talk to me about that social media addiction because I mean that's real right there. Yeah, man, it's the it's the you know the whole thing is how can in a nutshell, it's like social media is they gamify they make a game right out of attention. You know what I mean? So how many likes, whatever, and all of these is things that we program as human beings to. we were very susceptible to that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so they made a video game of it um, called Yo Page, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you don't realize you playing video games all day, yep. but it's like, oh, let me see what else, mm-hmm. you know, going to come up. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going to pop up? All of that is giving them little, it's a little endorphin, mm-hmm. you know, little, little squirt, like, you know, like a lab rat. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we get addicted to this. You know, we I was just talking to the, the homies the other day about, the first thing we a lot of us do in this social media world is we wake up and we check social media. We wake up, we check Facebook, we check Instagram before we check anything internal. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we say we want to meditate more and whatever, but we get our first 10, 30 minutes to the social media instead of sitting down, breathing, and giving thanks, you know, for the day. We got the time. It's just right. priorities is the issue. So, uh, but it's it's not a judgment, but it's more a statement of, the, you know, these these companies have invested um, billions of dollars in research and human behavior mm-hmm. and creating these systems. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that you paying attention, so that you can be sold things mm-hmm. and 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 control consumer wise. Yeah. So it's our job to just know what the game is, mm-hmm. you know, and create buffers, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Meditate first mm-hmm. before you do anything else. Give thanks, meditate, get your, you know, tune in to your internet, you That's know what right. I mean? And then use it. Use it to network, you know what I mean? Use it for as part of your business. Mm-hmm. Use it to, you know, have community through a digital space. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, always pimp the system. Don't let the system pimp you. How important do you feel like it is for us to own content with music and stuff like that? Oh yeah, we I just did a conference with um at the A three C festival mm-hmm. with uh, attorney, a good friend of mine, DJ Mix, who uh, started InstantRecordLabel dot com, and um, you know we were, we were talking about empowering artists and mm-hmm. and and ownership, you know, and a lot of us get into the game 
but don't understand the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you don't go, you wouldn't go play ball and you don't know which direction the goal is and what's a foul mm-hmm. and whatever. You got to learn the game. Then you practice the game and That's then you right. play the game. That's then you right. win the game. So with with the artists, we have to have that same mentality of learning the game. Mm-hmm. And what you said, like ownership, for example, we was just talking about copyrights. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize it's money sitting in BMI and ASCAP that's unclaimed because we don't know that side of the copyright. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got mechanical royalties. You got performance royalties. You got synchronization royalties. Mm-hmm. You know, all of this is study. Go back to knowledge. You know what I mean? So I did a, a book that I wrote, uh, The Art of MC, and I touched on some of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just always creating things um, to, for empowerment, man. Yeah. You know, whatever. MC means move the crowd. So That's right. You know, whatever, through the music, through the mic, through the word, through the life. What is the reception to the information when you hit folks with it, though? Because are, are people really picking this up, taking heed and applying it, or is it just going over their heads? Because, I mean, when we say own content and it's digital land we giving music away for free yeah folks don't even understand that you know what mm. if you just sold ten thousand of them you better off than you was yesterday already you know and and understanding that you know things change like yep. we have to adapt like when when we came in the game you know you was getting record deals and we ain't, it wasn't even no mp3s it wasn't cd was new when we came <laughs> in the game so we had our first joint on tape you know yeah but now the whole landscape has changed. It's put a lot through Pro Tools and Logic. Mm-hmm. That put a lot of the um, means of production in the hands of the people. Yeah. Um, and then the internet put the dis- distribution in the hands of the people, right? That's right. So the, so the whole reality of what record deals and record careers used to be mm-hmm. has totally revolutionized. Like a revolution has happened exactly. in technology, right? So we have to adapt. You know, in terms of understanding, like, well, what is, how do we create value in this market? Mm -hmm. And you know what? Music selling songs is not the only way to monetize your brand and what you're doing. That's right. In fact, the music has become more of uh, the door, it opens the door. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But see, that's why the, 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 the OGs, you know, they already had the science because, for example, touring. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't download my tour. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? But if you ain't got no live show, yeah. you ain't got no tour money. So you have to work on that crap. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't download a T-shirt. No. You know what I mean? You got to but you gotta make me want to wear the Wu-Tang flag. That's right. It got to mean something. You know what I mean? It got to be about something. It got to be hustle gang over everything. That's right. You know what I mean? That that way it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, Tupac said a dead people need a lifestyle. And that's the key to marketing anything. Man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, the, it ain't just about selling units. Yeah. Right? But it's about representing lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's how we give value to people mm-hmm. and that's how we monetize what we're doing at the same time how many artists have you came across in the game that have told you that dead prayers is what they listened to and got them motivated and fired up to get in the game yeah man that's a good feeling man yeah i was just yo a, a case in point i was in um i was in germany somewhere right yeah and i'm and mop was out there and uh yeah. that that's the big homies right mm-hmm. So they, uh, I was talking to Fame, and he was telling me, he was like, yo, I follow you online, man. And he was like, yo, man, 
I done lost 20 some pounds. I started eating my salads and my yeah. nuts. And, and he was like, you don't know a nigga be listening, man. But you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. You know, that's worth more than a Grammy and anything else mm-hmm. is that we we appreciate each other. Because I, I take a little um, fame mm-hmm. and, and, you know, they, they music go to the gym with me. That's right. You know what I mean? And, and, and I understand the energy and we need that. You know what I mean? And it's good to him to be able to receive, you know, what I'm doing and what we doing too, you know? Already. What's next for you though, Stick, man? Ah, man. Uh, what's next, man? I'm just giving thanks that, I, you know, I just became a, a second time father. Congratulations. So, give thanks, man. Um, you know, just staying in alignment and doing my best for, for my sons and mm-hmm. my family. Uh, working on um, a curriculum. Mm-hmm. For uh, RBG Fit Club, okay, you know, which is just a holistic health movement outside of the music, mm-hmm. and uh, we have a, a nice online curriculum that uh, is going to be our um, like a university for wellness, yeah, you know, like a dojo for well being online. So uh, we have we have uh, we're going to launch the first uh, session mm-hmm. uh, in January 2016. Okay, so I'm just Every day, you know, creating the classes. And That's right. Working through it, man. So with my wife. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so, you know, things of that nature. I'm working on workout, too. And I got a single um, that's going to be dropping soon uh, by that was a remix, actually, uh, for workout, too. Yeah. Uh, produced by Music Man Ty from Swiss Beats Crew. Okay. And um, it's called We Run These Streets. Yeah. And it's just I was celebrating becoming a running coach and, so I wanted to do some, some long distance, you know what I mean, <laughs> on it. So that's coming soon, man. I can dig it. How can folks get in contact with you? Oh, uh, man, I'm I'm all over the, the internet or whatever at stickrbg, S-T-I-C-R-B-G, uh, rbgfitclub.com yes, is our, you know, our website, and also yojoculture.com, Y-O-J-O, culture.com. That's our umbrella company. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Wish you nothing but the best and much success. Be high radio shout. Let's go.